Welcome to Jade Baldwin's Love, Light, and Healing podcast, where Jade and her friends explore faith-based personal development topics to help you develop greater joy and peace when you experience more love, light, and healing in your life. Here's your host, Jade Baldwin. Hi, everyone. It's Jade Baldwin, and I'm here with my best friend, Debbie Westcott. Hi, Debbie. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. So glad to be here with all of you today. Awesome. Um, I'm in Florida, and Debbie's in Arizona. Uh, we've been talking lately, and we just felt so strongly that we needed to share um, a topic with everybody, a very important topic. Um, so before we jump into that topic, I just wanted to share that um, Debbie and I have been friends for what, almost 14 years. It's <laughs> been a long time. Yeah, and um, you know, we, um, we have this friendship that I wish other people have as well. You know, this um, like, I feel like we've matured together, but um, even when we started, it was pretty mature anyways. And mm-hmm. we just want to share with people how it works because it's not just friendship. It's, it's a skill that will help them um, forever. Yeah. Yeah. In all relationships. Yeah. In, in build, build Zion together. Right. And that's what we all want to do. Um, so anyways, um, this, this joy of connection, this joy of oneness and unity, um, we want to share this love with everyone. Yeah. yeah. We want to invite others to join us and be able to have conversations like this. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a beautiful, fulfilling and purposeful thing. And it's, I I keep thinking of Elsa or anyway, of frozen when he says we finish each other's sandwiches. sandwiches. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's very true. It's very true. I think, you know, we kind of feed into each other and kind of like, know what the other person needs at the at the right time and it's possible for everyone so yeah it's just um so important that we share this so uh, having said all that the topic today is about emotional and spiritual maturity okay so if we if we kind of clarify what that is we can encourage people to develop it because sometimes people don't realize that they're not there and um, they don't know what's wrong <laughs> with life mm-hmm. and their relationships. Um, but if we could encourage people to have this emotional and spiritual maturity, we can communicate and connect and then be able to have this progression, this change um, that we help each other with. Because honestly, we can't go through this life alone or, you know, go on to the eternities alone anyways. Yeah. Yeah, there's something about um, having the emotional and spiritual maturity that makes it feel safe Yeah, um, to express yourself, to um, ask for help, to grow. And I think all of us really want that, that feeling of safety um, in a relationship and to feel that um, we can speak our mind and do it kindly and considerately and um, know that we're going to be loved, right? No matter what. No matter what. So. Yeah, this unconditional love. Yeah. And so we, you know, of course, we have a, a, a relationship with Heavenly Father and hopefully it's stronger and stronger each day. And as we um, take on that responsibility, we can um, turn up as our best healed self with each other. Yeah. 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 And so, you know, I wish that, you know, at church, you know, when we have meetings and stuff, people can just be free and open and and not fear that people will be hurt and offended and hold back or hide, hide who you really are. So, you know, that, that will be truly heaven on earth. Yes. Yes. And that's what we're working for. Yeah. That's what we're learning, learning heaven, right? Exactly. So without further ado, we're going to share with you a list that we've come up with um, that, um, you know, just want to invite you to to consider 
adopting and once you've adopted and successfully incorporated it into your life continue practicing it and share it with others and encourage others to to um, emotionally mature and spiritually mature too we all can do it um so anyways let's do this debbie <laughs> yeah, sounds great all right so the first thing here we put down is um, a emotionally mature person is objective about their emotions um, they're objective about their feelings and they don't th take things personally. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So when I think about that, I, um, when I'm objective about my emotions, it's almost like I step outside mm -hmm. of myself yes. and look as an observer mm -hmm. and think about why am I feeling this? Mm -hmm. What is it trying to teach me? what maybe is unhealed in me what haven't i processed from childhood or teenage years yeah. or whatever you know yeah. that child regression part um anyway if i'm able to do that instead of immediately point fingers or place yeah. blame somewhere mm -hmm. it helps me be more mature it helps me yeah. more accountable or responsible so yeah yeah, so we're not controlled by the emotions. Um, taking it personally kind of means like we we make it our identity. So if we feel that negative feeling, then that means we're negative, we're a bad person. And so if we take it to that um, angle, then, you know, people um, don't want to feel their feelings and don't want to talk about it and resolve it because then when they face it, they, they think it's, they're, they're bad so for example people will say I am angry instead of I feel angry right because yep. it's not who you are it's just experience and it's a clue like Debbie said it's like hang on is this something in my childhood is this something like a false belief a false thinking that you know I'm perpetuating and it's come up so let's resolve yeah, it. yeah. rewire reprogram yeah I like to I like to ask people when I do coaching with people it's like what are you making it mean? Yeah. Like if someone says something or does something or something happens, yes. what are we making it mean that yes. is conjuring up these emotions within us? Yeah. Cause really no one else can make us feel anything. Right. Um, unless we on some level are agreeing with them. <laughs> yeah. Unless it's a little so, bit of truth. Like you believe something there. Yeah. There might. And, and so we can pause like we said, and be that observer, kind of step outside of ourself, use our, our spirit self yeah. to be the boss, let the spirit part of us be the boss and be like, is that true? Is that mm -hmm. accurate? And even if a little part of it is in that moment, we can make a choice to mm -hmm. be like, mm, this is not the truth of who I am. And yeah. so I'm going to shift this. I'm going to figure out what that's about and heal that part of me or change it or delete it, whatever you need to do. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. You said that, you know, what meaning did you give that, you know, whatever mm -hmm. the situation was, what meaning that's why you have these feelings. So like check into that, you know, ask yourself all those questions. It's very um, mature, introspective, and then it gets you to solutions really quickly. Yeah. So yeah, it's um you know being that spectator and just looking at yourself from an objective point of view. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Mm -hmm. So the next thing here is not letting the emotions control you, right? Not reacting um, to it, um, and not being destructive to self and others. Yeah. yeah. So it makes me think about the quote from Viktor Frankl. Mm. Um, between stimulus and response, there's a space. And then that space is our power to choose. Yeah. And so we've talked about this before in other videos where when something happens, sometimes we immediately want to react or we have a knee jerk reaction to something. And it's probably a false pattern, um, mm. a false belief or something that we've learned mm. um, that may, might, is probably not healthy, but if we can just press pause mm -hmm. for a minute, who, yeah, who says that we have to answer to a stimulus right away? 
No. Like you said, we don't have to. Mm-hmm. We can just take a moment and um, decide what is going to be the healthiest, most mm-hmm. spiritually, emotionally mature. What's the most beneficial? How do we show up as our best self? We can mm-hmm. consider all of those things before the next step. And then it becomes a response rather than a reaction. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, because that's our freedom. Like uh, Victor Frankl says, we have the freedom to choose. So so just take advantage of that freedom instead of reacting. So if you grew up with a family that, that yells and shouts at each other, you know, and then they yell and shout back and forth, then it's easy for you to kind of react that way. But then you can say, hang on, pause. I don't want to be like that anymore. I'm going to be this way. I'm going to be, you know, civil and respectful, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's a skill. We just need to practice. And maybe you didn't get it right the first couple of times and keep going. And maybe you fall backwards and then, you know, move forward again. Um, But yeah, we can all learn to just be responsive instead. The thing is, well, when we're reacting, we are destructive to ourselves and destructive to others. So what we're inviting people to do is learn the skills so that um, you don't keep hurting yourself. You know, if we have unresolved hurts, it's just natural for humans to lash out, hurt people, hurt others, right? So, you know, how are we going to have a peaceful world when people keep hurting each other, right? So we need to take that responsibility and resolve our hurts. Yeah, we can do Resolve our hurts, yep. Yeah. We can show up better. And then... If you think about, I don't know if we're going to get to this later, but it keeps coming to me. Um, If if you are embracing that emotionally mature spiritual part of you, when others, you know, lash out at you, you will have the sensibility to say, hmm, that person is hurting. That's it. And what is this about? And um, is this the appropriate time I can talk yes, about please. this? Share this. that quote. I'm thinking about <laughs> this quote. Yeah. Okay. Is that, um, you know, God's grace was the original plan. There's a book that I read recently called um, Original Grace. And the thesis of it, or the, um, anyway, the idea of it is that, <clears throat> that grace is the original plan and, and we should, we can return good for good, but we can, we should also return good for evil or um, truth for error, you know, or kindness for unkindness. Mm-hmm. It's the principle from the Sermon of the Mount that we turn the other cheek. And it's not necessarily that we take abuse. It's that we can say stop yep. and say, I can see that you're hurting or that you know, something is really bothering you here. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we can respond to it. And sometimes we can just absorb the loss. Yeah. You know, we can yeah. absorb the loss because of grace. Mm-hmm. So this idea of returning good for good and good for evil is that we see what is needed mm-hmm. instead of, <clears throat> kind of going with our ego mind and deciding what is deserved. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's such power in that concept to create peace and to show that you do have control over your emotions as an emotionally mature and spiritually mature person. Yeah. Because who are we to, to judge people, whether they deserve something or not? You know, they could have had a horrific childhood and, you know, a gazillion generations of people that have had abuse. So they don't know different. So you might, you just happen to come past across their path and, um, you know, you're in the firing, you know, um, target, uh, you know, for them. <laughs> so it's unfortunate, but, you know, it teaches us, can you still love regardless, right? Can you still have this wisdom, right? Can you still have this self-control? Um, uh, Dave Sterling, he once said, Uh, at a leadership retreat he says you know metabolize the poison and don't pass it on yeah (laughs) brilliant because you know you can have that maturity to say you know what I see that you're hurt I don't have to hurt too it's not about me it's not personal and I don't want to pass it on to the next person and spread that you know 
So yeah. it's here with me. Mm. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is don't hold on to it, right? Yeah. Don't yeah. hold on to it. Don't make it mean something. Yeah. Yeah. Just that it me. doesn't need to mean, yeah. you know? Yeah. So. I, I mean, they must be hurting hurt people hurt others it must be hurting and so you say well it's it, you know the lord will resolve it the grace will cover them somehow all of this will you know be compensated somehow but i don't need to feel it and then you know feel personal about it take it personal well, yeah take it personally yeah yeah perfect i love that mm. no it's so good i hope everybody who's taking notes here <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, and and just so everyone knows we're still working on all yeah, of this for sure right <laughs> things come up all the time and then we we get to a lot of practice um, yes you know you, you you get to a level where you're like I'm so proud of myself I learned stuff and I responded instead of reacted so it is possible that's why we're sharing this with you guys yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. so yeah to to encourage people to keep trying um, so number three here is being brave enough to feel your feelings yeah, you know, it's uncomfortable, of course. <laughs> it's painful, of course, but it's yeah. constructive. Yeah, it is constructive. Um, if we yeah. look at the emotions and ask that question, like, yeah, why am I feeling this? And where is it coming from? What is it trying to teach me? Yeah. And just allowing, there's something about just allowing the emotion. We kind of meet it where it's yeah. at yeah. and, um, allow ourselves to process through it and it just dissipates so much faster yeah and it does take courage um because when we don't want to feel the feelings when we're feeling afraid of feeling the feelings then often we hide and then yeah. that feeling remains yeah. and then it just begins to come up over and over and over again until we're willing to kind of face it head on right. yeah and and process through it whatever it is mm -hmm. yeah so um you know i feel like these feelings are instructive right and and it'll it'll want attention it'll keep wanting attention until you actually take the time you have to give it the time to um you know realize what it's trying to tell you just you know ask it what is it um, um you know teaching you right but um once you feel it like debbie said it passes so yeah. <laughs> don't keep ignoring it. it's like a pebble in your shoes right just <laughs> take it out you know look at it take it out and then you, you you're done um yeah um, and and often it can be that quick right yeah it can be that quick it doesn't have to be a long drawn out thing yeah. all the time yeah sometimes it'll show up that pebble in the shoe yeah because there's more and more to learn but yeah. often we can if we're just willing you know if we've honed that skill yeah. of facing the emotions where they're at being brave about it then a lot of times we'll begin to process it through it process through it much more quickly so yeah i love that so debbie and i we do uh energy balancing with faith and we uh, do sessions in which we coach others to do the same um and it's basically um helping people be more self-aware and so that's our number four point here um you know self-aware is in pause feel your feeling what is it identify the feelings give it a name right i feel angry i feel hurt i feel resentful and then once we identify what it is you know it helps us really to be self-aware is that really me am i like that or is it generational it could be generational patterns and we can find it in the generations as well and then we can say yeah it does make sense because i'm my mom's side they're like this and this and i think that they're thinking this way um and then you know you kind of recognize oh, that's, that's totally not me. I guess it's them. And uh, I know what I like. I know what I don't like. I, don't, I know who I am, right? Um, but, you know, when you first start, you don't know who you are. And, and, and as you peel the layers off, then you can, like, separate you and others and you can do this much better. But, um, yeah, it just helps you be more self-aware. Yeah, you hit on something I think that's really important is understanding who you are. Yeah. And, um we believe that we're all divine children of God and yeah. having that identity. Um, it just, it, you know, if God is love, then I can be too. Yeah. Cause that's the good quality of my divine heritage, right? That's yeah. like the best quality ever. Yeah. So I can adopt that 
identity as well, because it's good. It's good yeah. for me. It's good for everyone around me. Um, and knowing who we are sometimes is a choice. Sometimes we see people around us that we admire, that we want to emulate, and we can pick out those qualities that we want to adopt and decide that's who I am. Mm -hmm. That's who I want to be. And yeah. that's who I'm striving to be. So right. and that, that is part of that self-awareness is yeah. choosing to adopt those qualities and those characteristics and be beliefs and behaviors that um, are healthy. Mm -hmm. um, so you're intentionally designing yourself because you know that you're a divine being that's supposed to be like Heavenly Father and filled with love. And so anything that doesn't align with that, you can toss it out. And anything yeah. that kind of, you know, is good and good report and stuff and is praiseworthy, you're like, oh, I can adopt that and intentionally yeah. make that part of me. Yeah. So yeah, cool. I love that. Mm -hmm. And that I think so many people know what they don't like, but they haven't chosen what they do like. Exactly. We find that a lot in our coaching sessions. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So we, that's one of the things that we help people figure out is like, what do you like and what do you want to create in your life? And that creates a lot more self-awareness. So. Yeah. Imagine focusing your creative energy on that instead of, you know, your energy focused on like listing out all of the things that's wrong and wrong and what you don't want. It's like, can you keep creating that haphazardly? So like yeah. shift over here and see. Yeah. The dramas, the like yeah. having to put out fires all the time. Like yeah. we don't really need to, we don't have to live like that. No. We can live no. more peaceful and powerful and purposeful lives. So, yeah, that's perfect. And it leads us to the next point here that we, we want to raise the bar. We want to progression. Yeah. You know, emotionally mature people want to progress. So they allow themselves to take the time to be self-aware, to feel the feels and, um, you know, intentionally create better behaviors so that they can create better results. Yeah. Um, we, like I said earlier, we can resolve things much um, faster with a forward thinking attitude or forward thinking mm -hmm. drive. It's like, what, um, what will help me progress further, become better create more solutions. Yeah. Um, what will help me interact with people better? What will help me love people better? You know, yeah. how can I love better? Yeah. Um, those, yeah. um, that, that leads to better results. Yeah. It's just that uh, we have this higher tolerance for joy and low tolerance for all the negative things. And so we keep on asking those questions. How can I, this, how can I better that? Um, and then we do, we find solutions because we're asking the right questions. Yeah. 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 Oh, good. Yeah. I love the scripture say, ask, seek, knock, <laughs> you know, I, I think often we forget to ask, mm -hmm. you know, through prayer or meditation and pondering yeah. and journaling and all of those things. We, we forget that we can ask, but then we sometimes we know to ask, but then we stop there. Right. And, you know, there's, um, there's some work that we need to do. We need to do our part and that's the seeking. Right. Yeah. And then the knocking I think is like, turn the door handle, right. change the behavior, choose yeah. a different mm -hmm. thought. You know? love so, that. Yeah. I love yeah. that. You, do. you brought that in because we do need <clears throat> God to kind of guide us as we make those changes and just keep that connection uh, instead of yeah. passively asking and they're just sitting there, you know, waiting for it to fall from the sky. <laughs> Osmosis, like, <laughs> it's, right. it's not going to happen. God, God, yeah, God desires for our, um, what is, what's the quote? He's more worried about our progress than our yeah. comfort, yeah. our potential than our comfort. Yeah. So yeah. we get to choose and that power of choice or another word for it is agency is like right. the greatest universal law and gift that we have. So we yeah. can learn to use it powerfully. Yes, exactly. So the Lord is more concerned about our progression than our comfort. 
Um, and then we do have that godly power within us to choose, to change, to create. So like, let's take full advantage of that. And that's how we can feel that fulfillment. You know, we know we're on the right track. Yeah. So, so good. Um, you know, people who are emotionally mature, they know how to describe their feelings. Um, so we mentioned that before as well. So that means, you know, have plenty of vocabulary to describe <laughs> what you're experiencing. Um, it can be just blah, but then that's not helpful, right? And so we have skills to muscle test, you know, and we have lists of different emotions. And then yeah. you know, we can explore those things um, and then change it. And we, you don't take offense when you go, oh, I, I feel negative. Or now I'm a negative person. I'm the worst. We don't go there <laughs> say, well, girlfriend, you know, it looks like you're feeling negative and you're like, hey, yes, you're right. You know, and I love that conversation that we can have with each other when we're, you know, emotional mature. And um, we don't say, well, you think I'm a bad person now. Um, it's none of that. It's just, you're right. I, I feel guilty. I feel mad. I feel whatever. You're right. Where is this from? What am I thinking? Um, you know, what, I, what do I believe in the subconscious or what does my ancestors believe? <laughs> what ancestors need my help now? And I like Mulu <laughs> and Mulan, right? And yeah. then solve it. It's just so nice. Yeah. yeah. That's that that's that safety that comes, that confidence that comes from choosing to be and learning to be emotionally spiritually mature, where we can express the feelings, where we can talk about it with people and um feel safe to do so. Um, but I remember a time, Jade, I will say, i I remember times when um, I would feel an emotion and then I would beat myself up for it. And I know people yeah. that do that or have done that in the past. And it's like this double whammy. Yeah. Like, like we did something and then we beat ourselves up for it. And then mm -hmm. it's like, I'm no good. I'm not worthy or I'm not enough. That's really the root of, mm -hmm. of all of it. Mm -hmm. And, and I remember as something that I learned it like I call it the spirit the spirit taught me like it's very difficult to change from a place of deficiency mm -hmm. so if we're stuck in this place of deficiency then it's you know we're looking for validation from other people we're mm -hmm. looking for validation from our accomplishments or achievements and mm -hmm. all of those things and in the end those things are going to be a little bit fleeting yeah. We do like to feel, you know, affirmed from other people, yeah. but it should be something that is already affirming what we feel about ourselves inside. Yeah. So there's something that you said that's made an impact on me. It's making peace with your humanity. Yeah. And we are here on this earth to experience challenges and trials and see if we can overcome them and also to learn to transcend them. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, you know, hopefully it is the result. It's the fruit of being emotionally, spiritually mature is being able to transcend those hard things. But I'll go back to this, this item of beating yourself up is not, it is not helpful. That's mm -hmm. not going to create the results that you want. And it's for sure. I know what not what a loving God would want you to do. Yeah. He's not, he's not doing that. Right. He's just inviting you to rise up. Yeah. yeah. Shift and change however little bit you need to do and then just keep going. Yeah. I love that. So you brought up some really good points there. You know, when we punish ourselves, it's like the, the natural um, human tradition, isn't it? So when you make mistakes, there must be a punishment. So even if your parents are not here, you, you be that parent to yourself and you beat yourself up anyways. And of course, one way to really hurt you is to tell you that you're not good enough. And then, so, you know, if we have this maturity, we can say, pause. Would God ever say that to me? That's not God's voice ever. I, I can never imagine a loving, intelligent father, you know, like verbally abusing me that way. So it must no. be, must be the adversary, right? So you can say, well, adversary, 
talk to their hand because I'm not listening to that, right? Um, and then we, we do, we make peace. I'm human and I will make mistakes and that's why we have the atonement of Christ. I mean, the grace of God that, you know, covers me every time I make a mistake because it gives me a redo. But I do have this ability to, um, you know, change the thinking, change the, the beliefs so that I can have positive emotions because I understand that emotions drive action. So if I want to do some positive things, I need to kind of resolve things. And so I have this positive emotion of passion, of love, of joy. And then it drives me to do inspired actions, right? Yes. That's how I can control and, you know, master myself. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So guys, make peace with your humanity. <laughs> um, it's yeah. Okay. And you don't have to beat yourself up for every little mistake. And if you feel negative feelings, it doesn't mean you're bad. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was going to say, it, yeah. we need to make it safe for each other yeah. to feel what we feel and to identify it as a feeling, not, again, not as our identity, not taking yeah. it personally and saying, this is, I am X, Y, or Z. So I'm feeling X, Y, or Z. And that, what happens is the that subconscious brain is just, looking for solutions always mm -hmm. right and it just helps us process um through it differently when we identify it as a feeling a feeling can go right and identity oftentimes sticks yeah and and then that subconscious mm -hmm. brain decides to believe that and then we start acting in ways that um are in alignment with that identity so if we can like, yeah, just reiterate again that it's a feeling. I'm feeling this, not I am this. Yeah. I like what you said about being safe and making it safe for yourself so you don't beat yourself up and make it safe for others so you don't beat others up. Um, yeah. And as coaches, we, we have people come to us and what they find is we don't necessarily um, – encourage them to to feel good right away we actually encourage them to explore those negative feelings right mm -hmm. and, and cry yes <laughs> you know? that's occurring yeah it all the way feel it fully and then you're you're sobbing like a baby you know um but it helps you take responsibility and that's our next point here to um you know we can go through that discomfort and then, you know, take responsibility for changing it. Even if it's yeah. inherited patterns, if you think, Oh yeah, my grandparents and my parents always do that. But then, you know, the buck stops here with me. I choose to change yeah. it for them and for everybody that follows me. So let's experience it and then kind of pull it out. I have this vis visual in my head, like a weed and you're feeling it as you're feeling it, you're digging, digging into the root and you're digging all the way to the ends of the tippy tips of the root. And then you find where it all started. And then you toss it out when you're done. And then you do feel that relief after you have a good cry. <laughs> For sure. I think those, those tears, those emotions, you know, sometimes it's a really ugly cry. I've done that. <laughs> but they're oh, like, the physical, <laughs> yeah, there's a physical manifestation of those, you know, imbalanced feelings. And mm -hmm. so we've got to let them go somewhere. A lot of people journal. I do that. I'll journal things or we need to speak them or we cry them out. Mm -hmm. um, but that energy needs to go somewhere. It does. And it helps us cleanse from the inside out all of those negative yeah. energetic feelings. So, yeah, I love that you said cleanse because it reminds me of that refining fire because truly all of us must go through that for refining fire that, you know, and that, that fire is just that, that discomfort, that pain momentarily that we have to pass through and we can't go around it. You know, we can't go under it and over it. It's just, we have to go through it. Um, we have to go through it. And then yeah. there's gold, there's gold at the end. Literally. Yeah. Yes. I, when we work with people and, and with ourselves and each other, and we do this work, we literally feel 
physically, emotionally, spiritually different when we've allowed ourselves to go through that refining fire and process through it. And it's like pulling out all the dross, right? So that we can get to the pure, the pure truth of who we are. That's beautiful. Yeah. So we'll um, share these notes with you guys. Um, But yeah, just to recap um, the, you know, their feelings, we recognize where it's located in, inside of us. We take full responsibility and then we know the origin of our thoughts and beliefs. Yeah. So that leads us, and we have a few minutes, that leads us to the last part, which is the spiritual maturity. We have to get here eventually to continue to be emotionally mature, right? So um, the first thing I have here is that, you know, it's just a, remember, a reminder that we focus on this eternal progression, right? Yeah. Um, that, that higher um, uh, goal, higher good for all. Okay. okay. Yeah. If we keep that in mind, we'll um, remember to stay in the light. So when we have negative emotions, we can explore those emotions and stay in the dark from, you know, a moment, but then we know that eventually as we pass through this, then we'll have more light. Yeah. I, I think um, the spiritually mature, like consciously values mm-hmm. the progression, like mm-hmm. they're focused on it. They're taking the action for it. They're aware of where they were last year compared to this year. And it's not comparison against anyone else. It's their former self. Yeah. So I think that's a spiritually mature person. And then when you talked about light, a spiritually mature person is sensitive to the degrees of light, like we talked about yesterday. And so we recognize more and more when something is a little bit dark and we don't want to participate in it. Mm -hmm. or some people call it a low vibration energy Mm -hmm. where it's like sucking your energy or, um, you know, depleting you somehow. And so we can pay attention to whether it's social media or entertainment of all kinds that we become more sensitive to that. Um, and it, and, there's so much good out there that we can choose. So this isn't focusing about what is dark and bad and not good for us. This is about focusing on what is good for us and what is light and love filled. And, and um, the spiritually mature person will go towards that, go towards the light. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Actively, we're actively, um, you know, accumulating more light so if we're you know reading a book or watching a movie that is dark our energy recognizes that it's being depleted a little bit then it you know actively um, proactively chooses to change it sure yeah yeah um i think included in that is our ability to create more light and to be um, outward thinkers. Um, and to me, that's also the difference between consuming and creating. Like if we're just constantly, constantly Mm -hmm. consuming and not giving back or producing, Mm -hmm. um, things of light, then that causes an imbalance emotionally. And we will feel a lot of those low vibration or low energy emotions because I think, I believe um, Mm -hmm. that we are divine creatures who naturally like have an innate Mm -hmm. desire for more, like Mm -hmm. creation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. More light, more love, more truth. Yeah. We just have that desire and um, it takes effort, you know, and so we just have to kind of see that effort as a positive um, thing instead of, oh, I have to do work. Um, you, you say we get to do work, yay, um, because yeah. we have a greater degree of light. And that light really is this divine love, okay? Yeah. Um, it gives us that 
wisdom. Um, it gives us um, this ability to just feel, feel, you know, our souls with that great um, degree of joy. Yeah. So our, our next point here is that when we feel that way, we can own our power, our divine power, right, to, to master ourselves. And mastering ourselves intentionally means we, we choose to be loving, like you said earlier, you know, return, you know, that love uh, with evil, return love with love, and it's just um, all positive. So we were saying the other day, um, what does that love look like, that self-love and that love for others look like? Um, so we listed out that it's, you know, about respecting, you know, respecting ourselves and respecting others. And, and what that looks like is um, that we speak civilly, we behave in a civil way. Um, you know, we, uh, you know, show gratitude, we communicate clearly. So text, emails, phone number, phone calls and all that, everything, all our communication, anything that comes from us is positive and respectful of others, whether they are the same way or not. We're um, intentionally creating more love and light to, towards the world. Yeah. We're cho choosing to be considerate anyway. Yeah. Right? Yeah. To have yeah. consideration for people. Mm -hmm. And I love that. Um, this idea of responding to people in a timely manner, um, choosing our words intentionally and mindfully. Um, I think those are some things that have been lost a little bit and we hope to help people bring that back. Yeah. Like you said, that civility and that consideration. Yeah, and um, we, we like that because we are divine beings you know, yeah. I'm, I'm kind to others, not because they're deserving or not deserving. It's because, you know, of who I really am, you know, to me with my relationship with God, you know, and I encourage them to remember their relationship with God as well by, by being the example. Yeah. I think, you know, God gives his grace to me. Can I not pay it forward? Can I think that's his intention is like, I have grace for you. Can you have grace for others as well? Yeah. yeah. You know, so instead of returning what we think is deserved, what our ego mind says, mm -hmm. you know, deserved is you um, like getting returning evil with evil, yeah, getting even with people, getting even that's, that was, the phrase I was looking for instead of doing that we return what is needed yeah. and like we said often hurt people hurt people and if we can just return love and consideration and civility mm. to them then you know we leave a better mark on the world yeah so, yeah I love that and you know when you said these things I was just thinking about people who fear outshining, you know, because we're, we're trying to be happy and positive and we fear outshining others. And I have a saying to my kids, I say, you know, we, we shine not to make them feel bad, but we shine because, you know, we love God and we want to inspire people to be a better version of themselves. So we don't have to be worried about what they think of us. Let them think negatively. They have full permission to not like you, right? <laughs> it doesn't matter right i i choose to like and love and forgive people before you know i even meet them you know before they even do anything and that's my choice and that's that's self mastery that's maturity yeah, yeah. i'll i'm i'll be honest i'm still working on that <laughs> but it is um it as we practice, as we anchor into God, it just starts to come and, and be more natural. And it feels so much better. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's so easy to slough off yeah. um, the stuff mm -hmm. that it isn't serving us well. Yeah. And um, when we have that grace and civility and consideration and yeah, yeah, it is. It's the, the natural man just wants to be lazy, <laughs> but we <laughs> put effort into it, right? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, so I have just a few points left here. The the next one is that we have, uh, you know, with the spiritual mature people, they have the skills to realign themselves with God again and to reconcile with God again, you know. And what that really means is you recognize your false beliefs, uh, beliefs that uh, doesn't align to God's gospel or his teachings, you know, like um, I'm the worst, I'm not enough. You pause and you say, well, that doesn't align because he says that I'm a child of God and I'm beloved and I'm intelligent and I'm like him. Um, I can be like him. So then you can just intentionally say, okay, no, cancel that, right? Or, um, you know, reconcile in another way is I want this. I want this success. I want this outcome. I want, I want, I want. And then, you know, you pray and you want it so badly, but it doesn't happen. Then you say, you know what, maybe God doesn't want me to have that. So let me ask him, do you really want me to have this? I've been asking for this, but I didn't even ask you if that was the right thing for me now, you know? And then if he says no, then you say, okay, I accept, you know, I accept, I surrender to your will, you know best, right? Um, the analogy of the berry bush, you know, in, in one of the, the talks that we we listened to, you know, the 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 gardener he he prunes down this bush and he he kind of sort of hears this bush saying why are you cutting me down you know <laughs> and it's like I'm crying because you're hurting me but then the gardener says I know best I know what I want you to be you know this beautiful berry bush and you'll be able to produce more fruit and then be happier but just trust me on this and so yeah. when we have this will that we want to impose we have to pause and recognize this is actually me. <laughs> I just want this, you know, and think about all the prophets of old, you know, when the Lord has instructed them to do something, it's not like easy peasy, smooth success every time. And then they're like rich and, and famous and loved. It's like struggle, struggle, struggle. And you're like, wait a minute, these people are the best people in the world right now. They're the most obedient and righteous people. Why do they have to suffer even more than everyone else? Right. And it's just that refining fire. And then the Lord's like, I know what I'm doing. Just trust me. Like Moses, like, can you just release the, the Israelites, please? And then the Pharaoh's like, yeah, okay, man, take care. Bye. You know, you know, but no, we have to go through all these plagues and we have to go through, you know, the 40 years in the wilderness and all that. <laughs> so <laughs> you think, okay, God knows stuff. Right. And we just need to trust it. And that's, that's making peace with humanity, but also making peace with God. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's in Romans where it says <clears throat> all things can be turned for thy good. I'm paraphrasing, but yeah. the, the key to it is for those that love God, right? <laughs> like all things can be turned for our good for those that love God. And so that's a really important principle to understand is that we anchor into God well, we might have to go through trials, but he is going to be there with us. Yeah. Like he will help strengthen us and see the lesson in it and uphold us as we go through it. Like he's not going to leave us alone, but as long as we're not forgetting him, we, yeah. we don't want to forget him. And yeah. that's, the, that's the point. That's the point of all of our life, <laughs> right? So if you, you want the... The answer to life you know that's it can you still connect and trust and love god regardless yeah that's it for the, the secret sauce right there yeah. <laughs> that's the secret sauce yeah that is it that is it <laughs> last thing here is it goes right along with what we just said is the spiritually mature people allow god to teach them eternal truth so when you have that connection constantly you have truth. You, you get to have your eyes open, heart open, and you get to surrender your will and you, you go for a ride with God. Yeah. Um, as we, I just keep thinking, I was thinking as you were speaking, like, what do I do? What do I do to keep that connection open? Mm -hmm. And I study his words through scriptures and through prophets of old and current prophets. And 
I pray and ponder and meditate. And sometimes I go hiking because I feel the voice of God with me when I go hike or I'm in nature. Mm -hmm. Um, there's, you know, a myriad of different ways music can teach us. And, but I think the idea here is to have the intent Mm -hmm. of our heart is to be connected to him at all times. Cause he can do anything. So he could teach us when we're in the car driving, right? <laughs> like in the shower. <laughs> in the shower. We get divine downloads or revelation comes yeah. comes in the shower or in the car or all different places if our heart is in the right place and we're continually our heart is drawn out to him and um, yeah. and open and willing to receive what he wants to just give us. Yeah, so. exactly. I love that. Yeah, we could keep on going on and on, but as you guys yeah. know, we've we've shared so much already, um, and yeah. hopefully all of this is just juicy information for you. Um, yeah. So please um, connect to us and join our Energy Balancing with Faith course. Okay, be part of this Earth Angel community. There's many of us, and we come together and we have these discussions and we help each other become more spiritually and emotionally mature right yes. things out and we say hey you know well, let's explore that um and then people really um learn to be objective and uh you know we find healing and it's not just physical healing um and emotional healing and spiritual healing it's healing of families healing of relationships you know even finances so it's just all connected yeah, yeah. it's all connected for sure yeah. Um, so any last words you want to share with them, Debbie? Um, I just really, I really feel that as we um, embrace this work and help others, like we heal as we help others heal. And that just shows me again, it's another witness that we are all connected and yeah. that we can impact the world in really positive, beautiful ways by um, working on ourselves personally. And I see that as I shift and change, then the people around me shift and change as well. Cause it's like when my light shines brighter, I give permission for everyone else to shine brighter too. Yes. I love that. And we, we can't help it. We want to share. We want to, um, like our cup overfloweth and we, we just look around who, who wants some of this. Cause I have so much to give right now. Yeah. So anyways, that's so exciting guys. I love you, Debbie. Thank you for doing this with me and sharing our passion with the world. My pleasure. <laughs> Such a blessing for me. So thank you. And thanks to all of you out there for listening. Um, we hope this has been a blessing for you in your life. Thank you so much. Take care guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Jade Balden Love, Light, and Healing podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, share, and comment. For more from Jade Balden, please visit jadebalden.com.